Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. Thank you for stopping by to our another weekly episode of our Gem Revealed podcast. That self, it is self mastery to soulmate. It is just such an, a privilege to be here every week. And my biggest mission is to make sure that I add so much value to you that you are going to really identify with each of our guests. You're going to find so much benefit that you will walk away with a transformed mind about relationships. So I am just blown away and excited once again, because I believe I have another guest that this time, this week, I am just so selfishly excited to be with her because I sit before you right now and I am not the expert on her topic. I usually am so excited and you know want to get my word in and my opinion in because I feel like I just have so much to add into our guests. And right now I sit at her feet and it is such a topic that I am so curious about and that I hope that every one of you listening today are going to sit here with me and just hold on to every word of her. So with no further ado, I am going to, I am going to introduce to you, Miss Paula Day. She is again, another Australian female fabulous coach. Her company is Paula Day Coaching. And I am going to just tell you that there is 14 hours difference. So it is bright and early in the morning where she is and it's evening where we are, even though by the time you hear it, who knows? But I'm so incredibly excited to have you, Paula. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm super excited here um, to be here today and to talk to all your listeners. I'm Yeah, I'm pumped for this one. Well, that's awesome. But the first thing, before you jump in and uh, unveil what your topic of the day is, tell us a little bit about yourself and you know why is it that you even get here? What's, val- what's the most beautiful validation about Paula that will captivate our, our listeners to want to hear your words? Okay. So if I, if I give you a little bit of a snapshot of how I got to where I am today, um, I didn't always have the perfect relationship. So I had a, um, a, a very long-term relationship, which wasn't that great. Um, and I spent a lot of years um, really just waking up each morning thinking, what am I going to do wrong today? And what will go wrong today? And I started to question myself and and it just went down a, a bit of a rabbit hole of um, that um losing my self-belief, losing my confidence, um, a lot of anxiety. Um, and it wasn't really until 
you know, I, I tried to leave a number of times. I did try and leave a number of times. Um, but when I finally did, it was probably um, 20 years after we had met. And then I was out there again having to restart with, with nothing. Um, he literally took everything out of my bank accounts um, and I had businesses with him and I lost all of my money, my businesses, and I walked away with my three kids, um, a box of Barbie dolls and my clothes. Um, and I had to get through a couple of really tough weeks of just nothing. Um, and then I found myself rebuilding, having to rebuild my business, rebuild my my name um, as a different name. Um, that was really tricky too because I was very um, well-known. Um, I had books and things like that in that name and then to, to start again. And then so, I was out there dating. Well, before <laughs> you switch over to the dating because – Again, like I haven't even heard so much of it. So I want to make sure that we take it slow and really shape this for our listeners. So, so far, what I just heard is here you are, um, you had already been a prominent female with books and so on and so forth. And you were in this long relationship, but somewhere deep in the archives of your mind, there's this woman who's losing confidence, a woman who's losing her self-esteem, her self-worth, and knowing she needs to be out of a relationship, but doesn't. And finds herself one day where he took the checkbook, took the name, took your reputation, and you were left with nothing. Did I get it right with that? Left with nothing. You got it right. Okay. So I'm not even sure if I had heard that as clear last time we spoke. All right. So now it's over. You're rebuilding. And now we're out dating. Wow. Okay. How does that that go? (laughs) So out there, like I, I had a bit of time to, you know, get myself together and, I, and then I'm out there dating again. I thought, wow, I'm close to 40. I've got three kids, um, two borderline teenage boys. My oldest has two disabilities. I was thinking, who is going to want this? Who is going to want to take on this woman with these three kids um, and and one who's particularly difficult and one who was very young. My daughter um, was quite young. And so I had so much um, going on there. But also who's going to want to take on me? Like I I didn't think I was pretty anymore. I didn't think I was beautiful. Um, I had been so worn down in that relationship that the um, perception of myself was completely different to what it actually was. So when I was out there dating, I was attracting in how I felt. So um, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel um, loved and I was attracting all the wrong guys. And so I see this. I, sorry. I just have to put one little thought into people's heads who can't see us because, you know, most could be listening to this, not visually. So yeah. listeners, you got to recognize that this woman is gorgeous, by the way. This is the <laughs> stereotypical, beautiful, blonde, female, tall, thin, blue eyes. And, you know, her and Barbie have a competition here. So I just needed to share that because I think so many women might look and say, you know, they they they, they might not get this, at, you know, how beautiful you are, but then how you feel inside. So this is for everybody listening. So please continue. Yeah, I think that was the 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 big thing for me that I didn't I didn't see myself as beautiful because I had been so worn down in a relationship behind the scenes that um, 
I just lost all of that self-confidence. I lost all my self-esteem. I wanted to change everything about me. And I, I remember even going to um, a dentist, like a, a, an orthodontist, and saying, I hate my teeth. And he looked at me and he said, you're close to 40. You're absolutely beautiful. Um, you don't need to do anything with your teeth. That's a good dentist, um, by the way. <laughs> he was just so so incredibly honest with me um and those those moments were the moments where I started to wake up but I started to attract all of these wrong guys into my life guys who didn't treat me well guys who I had to really look after all the men who I thought you know what I don't want I thought I don't want another guy who I have to take care of financially um and you know as a as almost like a mother. Um, I don't want another man to treat me badly. And all of those thoughts were always in my head and that's exactly what I was attracting. I attracted guys who um, had no money. I attracted guys who um, put me in situations where I ended up having some very um, awful situations with men Um and I just kept on attracting all of those wrong guys. And it wasn't until... Why Why do you think that is? So I, I get the, the point you're trying to make is I don't feel good about myself. So I'm attracting yeah. these... these the, the, the type that's actually what I'm trying to push away is actually what's coming forward. Is there anything more tangible or tactical that you could say? Like, why does that, ha- why does that happen to so many of us? Why is that? And then, you know, I'll finally let you get to where you're going. But I think these little yes. pieces, they, they fit together. And I want it to really make sense for everybody. And I don't even know if you can answer that. But why is it that yeah. you are attracting those people? Absolutely. So we think that we attract random things. But, in fact, we attract exactly what we feel and think all of the time. So it's kind of like... Um, when you go to get a new car and, you, and you, you're thinking of that new car before you, you've got it, right? You know, a couple of months before you're like, I want this red BMW or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you start to see all of those, those red BMWs everywhere on the road. All of a sudden your friend's got one. You, you see it everywhere. It's not that that particular car is, you know, coming out from everywhere. Now it's not magically appearing for you. It was always there. It's that you are focused on it. Wow. Can I just tell you, I've heard that analogy in so many different scenarios. This is the one scenario you just used it and wow, are their light bulbs going off. That you're attracting exactly what you're focusing on. Yes. It's that simple. You're attracting, you are, whatever you're focused on, you're bringing forward. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you keep going. Yeah, it's 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 it is crazy, and 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 it's often something that we don't think of, and we think, oh, we keep on attracting um, all the wrong men, and or we keep on attracting attracting guys who are this particular pattern, and it's because we're focused on it. It is. Um, so this is men and women, by the way. Men right? and women. This is Absolutely. not specific to women. This is men Absolutely. and women. We all do the same thing. Okay. Absolutely. And so I, I sort of went, you know what, enough's enough. I I had made all of these new friends because in losing my um, 
my relationship, my marriage, I lost all of my friends as well. Um, I was just totally cut off from everybody. Um, And so I had made these new friends and I was dating these different new guys and none of it was working, none of it was great. So I just decided that when I moved into my new home, and and I, I did, I moved into a new home, that I would just cut ties with everyone and I would just go back to base. And it wasn't an easy thing to do, um, but it it was necessary for me. So I just stopped talking to all the men. I just stopped talking to all the friends. I just really wasn't available. I just said I was busy. And I remember sitting on my new floor um, in my lounge room with all my flip charts because, you know, I'm a coach. I've got lots of flip charts and my texters and just going, what am I doing wrong? What what is going on here? And I, I looked back over the successes in my life and I thought I've been co- coaching corporate people for years, which I had, and it all comes down to relationships. And yet the strategies that I had been teaching people over all of those years, I had just thrown out the window when it came to relationships. I was just stabbing around in the dark. So I wasn't I following just- anything. I want to just zoom in on what you just said. You were, you were coaching relationships in the corporate world, but yet in your own life, you were throwing everything out when it came to your own relationships, your own personal relationships. You weren't using your own strategies. Is that Absolutely. what you got it. Okay. Absolutely. And this often happens where we, you know, do one thing in our business and we follow a beautiful strategy and we get results. But when it comes to our personal lives, we just leave it up to chance and maybe and ifs and we don't focus that. We don't think about um, how we could have the best um, relationship, the best personal life, the best love life. We don't think about that at all. And so that's that's what I sat there and thought, you know what, I'm going to work this out. I'm going to actually follow um, the strategies that I have used in the corporate space and modified a bit with some um, feminine energy and masculine energy um, work that I do and bring that together and see if this works. And as I started to embrace this, the results were incredible. I went from just not attracting anyone walking down the street. I, I could be, you know, the most beautiful woman walking down the street and not attract anyone because I'm so focused on work or um, what I've got to get done and you you know when you're just busy work walking through the city and you just don't see anything you just or you're on your phone to this relaxed calm woman walking down the street completely in flow completely in my feminine just saying beautiful thoughts through my head and all of a sudden men started to want to be around me and I would say, it's just your energy. I had men coming up to me on the street giving me gifts. I had men buying me coffee. Um, I had men just wanting to take me out. It, it was completely different, a huge shift in, in just shifting that energy. So this is obviously where the topic is and where I find myself wanting to hear so much more. I, I think my own world, I've you know, been a part of that you know, big corporate world and have always walked through with probably a more masculine energy than female energy. 
And so I am so intrigued because it's, it has been said back to me, you know, maybe a few times in those exact words, you know, masculine energy versus uh, female energy. So I am just now going to sit quietly and just hear what sort of, you know, what is the strategy? What is the process? Just what you just said alone is almost enough, right? Is to be really conscious, really intentional and making sure that you, when you're, you're walking in any sort of atmosphere that's appropriate, that you really are giving off female energy thoughts and, and be aware of your surroundings. But I'm going to kick back and I want to hear more. So true. And um, quite often, you know, we as women have been thrown into this world of achieve, achieve, achieve right from the very beginning and if you think back to your childhood probably um, you had to suppress your um, feminine energy right from your childhood Um, I remember cases of you know my mum just saying to me look we're going to this person's house you're going to eat the meal I don't care if you like it or not I don't care if it feels good you're just going to do it and get it done and so already you're suppressing your feminine feelings and how it's making you feel you don't, you don't say that at all. You just hide it and you get it done and you move forward. And then you end up at school and all of a sudden you're getting rewarded by the teachers and parents for doing well, getting good grades, getting good outcomes. And it's all very masculine. Get stuff done rather than how do you feel about it? How's it making you feel? Do you feel guided towards it? It's, it's none of that. It's all about just getting stuff done. Wow. And then you get to the work, workplace, so you're doing the same, right? And so it, it, got you, it's, it got you to where you are now, but in a relationship when we take that masculine energy and we turn up to a date, we take that masculine energy and we're in a relationship and if you're with quite a masculine man, then there's no polarity between your energies it's masculine masculine and it can feel like it's a little off or you might say things like he can't handle me he um he doesn't get me or he withdraws because he doesn't know where he fits so he may say I need space or just not call you or um not want to come home want to hang out more with the guys when those things start to happen, often the energy um, polarity is a little bit off. So you've just got, you know, masculine and masculine hitting and you're forcing him into his feminine and right. he doesn't like it. <laughs> so, you know, of course, there's a multitude of communication strategies we all need to know, right? But if we're focusing just on this piece, what I hear you saying is that if you have this achievement attitude and you are forced into like, I've got to get this done and you're the one who's solutioning and it's up to you to solution, what you're really doing is demasculating him instead of it having the proper communication style that really is talking about like, what's really going on here? This is how I'm feeling. You know, how are you feeling about it? And you know, really taking on, I'll use the word submissive. Not many people understand that word at its whole. For me, it's a special word that I can't wait to be in a relationship where I can play that full on submissive role, but it does have a lot to do with that being that female energy. It's got everything to do with it. So I think it's, it's, it's so amazing. And to hear you put it as simple as that, 
is how many as us females could really push away the male just by demasculating him. Or even worse is that he shows up in that, that way. And you know, that's not what he is built for either. So really, really unbelievable. Yes. Okay. Continue. Absolutely. So I see this all, all the time. Um, So as, yeah, I see this all the time where women really are pushing into that space and it and it's often the the result of the relationship not working or um yeah where where they have to have some space or or give up and I, and I think back to my past relationship I absolutely was in my masculine the majority of the time and so I made so many mistakes and when I think about my relationship now it's completely different um and I, in my business, I have to be completely in my masculine to get stuff done. I don't have to be completely in it. Often I'll be in flow. Um, but in my relationship, I have to be very conscious that I slip back into my my feminine, that I take some time to just take a few deep breaths and that I'm listening to, to what he's saying. I am saying how I feel and how he makes me feel rather than, giving him solutions, telling him what to do, <laughs> mothering him, all of those things are just not um, are not going to work in a relationship. So it's kind of like you're getting out of your head, out of the I need to get this, 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 this done because often women will be like, you know what, I just, I've got, I'm so busy. I'm a mom, I'm a um, businesswoman and I've got this guy that I need to date and he hasn't got back to me. You know what, I'm just going to text him. And I'm going to organise the dinner and I'm going to set up the, the date and the, the time and get it all done because they're so busy. But you need to step back and allow him to step into that space. Allow him to step into that space and it's kind of like focusing on you. Get out of your head, get out of the do, do, do and just focusing on what makes you feel good. You know, this is such a much bigger topic you know I, I i can only assume how much how much you could coach you know the world on on this right i would say you know i was so guilty in my in my marriage you know i've only i've only had that one marriage but i know that if if he wasn't going to solution it i would and certainly made him know it you know i i made him aware that i was the one who was going to solution it so guilty a hundred percent. I could look in the mirror now, 20 years later and just go, wow, I, you know, terrible. Like that was, I was terrible wife. Right. And, um, years later you could look and you hear this and you grow and you have these, this tool belt. So if we were to really shape this and I don't know, you know, how deeply you can go here, but outside of what you just said, let me talk about my feelings instead of solutioning. Right now, again, I, you know, Gem Revealed has a toolbox around communication strategies, utilizing love, which is listen, observe, validate, encourage. So I know, you know, our tools, but what would you say? Are there tools or are there applicationable things that you could share? That's not just, you know, share what you feel instead of telling them what to do or, you know, share how you feel instead of solutioning. Is there anything like from a practical place that you can give some guidelines? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll give you two, two main things. First, first, stop focusing on him. Stop, stop all of your attention on him and bring your attention just back onto yourself, how you feel, what makes you feel good. 
And I'm not talking just about focusing all your attention on your work or your business. Bring it back to yourself. Okay, what what brings me joy? What makes me feel good? Um, do I need to just, and it just may be as simple as, you know, having a cup of tea or having a nice coffee to yourself, listening to some music, or it could be getting out in nature. What Bring it back to you and focus in on you and just fill yourself up first. So make sure that you're, you're feeling good. So when you say first, because I want to make this so applicable, right? So is that before you move to having a conversation that would have to be more about a solution of some type? Like as you're saying, before you get into what could be conflict or debate or decision-making or solution, you're saying, take a moment, breathe, think about yourself, think about what fills you with joy, think about what you want to achieve and do it from a different place. Do it not from a place of, you know, I'm going to set him straight versus take a deep breath, get into a better mind, get yourself in a a more positive space before you go salute, before you actually go into this interaction. Did I get that right? Okay. Absolutely. And I would also... (laughs) I would also I need this. That's why I really have to make sure. This, forget the listeners. This is about me now. <laughs> I would also recommend that when you're going into that, that kind of um, conversation where, you know, you do have to come up with a solution that you're talking from that place of feelings. Just as you, as you spoke, you've got some um, tools on that. You're coming from a place of, hey, look, when you say this, it makes me feel this way. Um, what do you think we can do about that? So you're returning it with a question, which is a question. key piece. So even if it was more about the solution saying, hey, you know, you didn't seem to be able to make that decision, which is making me feel, you know, confused. I'm feeling a little bit at a loss. It's making me feel like I have to do this. How do you think we should handle this? Yes, absolutely. That's perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm being a good student. Okay. So, <laughs> but the, I can't emphasize enough the asking the question piece, like yeah. making sure you're giving it back to them in the form of a question, which is a key communication strategy. But okay. So got it. Check. I'm good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, look, those are the two main things because when you've got that interaction like that, it's more of a conversation it's more about it, how how it's making you feel rather than just the, the facts or you giving advice or telling. All of those things are going to push um, the guy away. He'll feel like, oh, hang on a minute, what, what's she doing? She's in my space. He may not have been able to make that decision for a number of reasons. And for you to just say, like, how it's making you feel, he might, oh, okay, it's making her feel uneasy or uncomfortable or a bit worried okay I can I can soothe her I can make her feel better and from that interaction too you can see whether he's actually interested in your feelings does he care wow another great point that's another great point does he care enough you know what I can also see where this is certainly going to work for solutioning and we're we're really focusing in that area. But even if there was something that, you know, happened, I'm, I'm trying to think of a scenario. He comes home two hours late, whatever. And instead of, you know, 
flipping out, getting into that, you know, high energy, throwing out the darts and the bullets and, you know, whatever other cannons we could come up with. Instead, it's, you know, this is how it makes me feel, feel, makes me feel completely, you know, and we can come up with an array of words there, but then, you know, what can we do about this? What, what would make you do that? How do you think it's going to make me feel? So it's all about really sharing those feelings and asking him, what's the solution if I feel this way? Yes. Yeah. What, what's the solution that we can come up to, with together? That's and he was like, oh, wow. That, I didn't realize I just sort of went out for drinks and it was a, went a little bit longer. Like he may not have even thought about it. Um, and especially with, with men, they'll do what they want to do in that moment. So if, if he doesn't want to come home to you, he probably won't come home to you. He'll, he'll do whatever he wants to do in that moment. It's kind of like when you've seen, um, I'm sure you've seen guys like flicking through the, the TV channels and there's like a hundred channels and they're like, flick, flick, nothing, nothing. And, you know, you're sitting next to them or you, I remember seeing my Nana sitting next to my, my grandpa and, and she'd be like, I'll watch that, I'll watch that. And he's just flicking, no, no, there's nothing on. He'll just turn the whole TV off, go through like a hundred channels, turn it off and walk away and do something else. Because for men, if they're going to focus their time, they want it to make, they want to do it on something worthwhile. So in an effort to really not demasculate, it's really about how you're respecting them in the process of even if there's turmoil in the turbulence, instead of disrespecting and then, you know, solutioning and pushing in and leaning in and and robbing them of their masculinity, there's got to be a high level of respect and you have to do it really through, I'll say, communication strategy filled with a lot of, you know, feminine emotion. Absolutely. Trying to make sure that I really get this down. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and focusing in on you. Like, you know, if, if he's off um, doing something for a couple of hours extra, don't be sitting there waiting. Do something that you want to do. Do something that fills you up. Like, just bring the focus back on to you rather than focusing on where is he at? Why isn't he home? Why hasn't he called me? Why hasn't he at least texted me? It's just such a waste of energy. Just leave that be. And I know that that's a hard thing to do and not, you know, not something I would have done in the past. I would have been that, oh, where are you? You know, <laughs> what's going on? You're late for dinner. Now I'm just like, you know what, just go with the flow. I'm going to, I'm going to be focused on my things. I've got so much going on in my life that I've got so much to focus on. And when we get together, that's, that's fine. So I love, I, I love that because, you know, there is a balance, right? If, if somebody is abusing the facts and, you know, they're not coming home, yeah. there, there's guidelines there and let's not yeah. misuse that. We know that if somebody is abused, uh, abusive or abusing some natural guidelines, that's a conversation, Right. But regardless what I just heard you say, which is something, you know, myself, what Gem Revealed stands for is build a life that you love that's so intentional that it's not just so focused that your, your, your significant other becomes your savior, right? So you want to be able not selfishly focus on yourself, but to be building a life of abundance 
that you love, that you're bringing something into the relationship. That's, you know, that's what I love that I'm hearing you say. And then when that moment hits where there's conflict, when there is that chaos a little bit, let's be more um, mindful of the way that we approach it. Men, I'm going to let women off the hook. I think nowadays women are, you know, super women. They're taking care of their home. They're taking care of their kids. They're taking, they're working. It's got to be two incomes and they got to take care of the dinner. And, you know, there's a lot going on a lot. So as you said, then we just, you know, lose our mind really quickly and just, we got to figure it out because we're just so used to it, you know, just so used to figuring it out. Now, I know myself, I've been alone for a long time taking care of my kids and working and, you know, my family doesn't live here. So I, I just have to figure it out. So I could fall so easily into that trap. And luckily, or I'll say I'm blessed having some communication skills that help, but hearing it in the, this format, it's like it, the, the more that you hear something, but you hear it with a twist, it's the same technique, but I've heard it different. A light bulb goes off. It's a beautiful light bulb to really make sure that I'm, I'm asking the right questions and doing it really from a mindful place and, and with a lot of love and a lot of emotion in it, not dramatics, emotions and drama, two different yes. things. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, this, this, is, uh, this has really been awesome. And I want to go back to the place where the transition for you was, was that you were attracting everything that you were focusing on, which was not healthy. And the moment that you made that shift where I'm going to be intentional about intentional about setting myself up with a beautiful mindset and stepping into that more feminine feel life shifted for you. Massive shifts. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So if you were to, so we can, you know, conclude, um, Paula, what would you tell and again, this could be interchangeable. You and I are female, so we're you know talking yeah. you know a lot of female language here. But this is certainly interchangeable. But what would you tell our listeners? What's one or two you know actionable steps that they could take to just be more intentional, more mindful, or just be able to step into this um, in a in a way that makes sense for their lives? Cool. So first of all, yeah, I would start your day with the intention that you, how you want your go, how you want your day to go. I'll get my words out. Um, so, so whether you're male or female, you know, it might be just when you get up, maybe in the shower, it could be just running through how you want your day to roll, how you want it to look, what how you want it to unfold, rather than thinking of all the, the bad things and letting that sort of mean girl coming out in your head tell you all the bad things. Um, just Set it up for success. Set it up for this is how it's going to go. It's going to go this way, this way, this way, and it's going to be set up for success. So, you know, anyone can do that, and I think it applies to all areas of your life. And then secondly, ladies, don't be afraid to embrace your feminine energy, and guys, don't be afraid to embrace your masculine energy. Um, I think that, you know, in this um, society we've sort of built it up so men feel that they can't embrace that and then women feel that they can't embrace it and it's just um, causing a lot of issues in actual relationships and and allowing a a beautiful relationship to happen so don't don't be afraid to embrace your natural energies 
And if you don't know how to do that because you've been so in, um, especially for women, I think so in that masculine space for so long, it really is just about going, you know what, I'm going to put those lists down. I'm going to get out of my head. I'm just going to drop down into my heart and into my intuition. And what am I actually feeling? And it could take a while to connect into that at the start. You're like, wow, I haven't, I haven't done this before. I'm so used to just thinking and doing and getting the stuff done rather than coming down, you know, how's this actually making me feel? Do I feel good in this space? Sometimes that could be, you know, especially hard for women, um, you know, who are in divorce situations or, you know, in um, relationships that aren't particularly healthy, because when you go to your heart, then you have to face some of those, you know, the feelings that aren't so great. And that's where I would say, you know, to reach out, reach out to a coach like Paula. I'm sure she'll give us, uh, you know, your information will be, will be there to, you know, give out your information as well. And Gemma Beald is certainly here. So I think sometimes it could be hard to have to face that and we suppress it. And then therefore we get, you know, what we're focusing on. So there's really tricky there. So if you are, uh, you know, female or male having trouble with that, you know, get a coach, really work with somebody to help you in this, in this area. And I want to go back, if I'm correct, I believe that you also work a lot with the, you know, the Tony Robbins tool belt as well. And what I heard is when you just said, you know, really set your intention for the day is he calls it state story strategy. And, you know, Jim Revealed shares a lot about that, but there's resources, even videos. If you even Google state story strategy, you could get a deeper version of what um, Paula was just talking about when she said, get up and really set your mind and set your intention. And I know for me, if I don't really take the time in the morning and think through and clarify and take a vision for my day, that's really when I create my desired outcome is right there. I know I'm going to meet with beautiful Paula today. What do I want that outcome to look like? And I set that intention right there, right at five o'clock in the morning when I'm up. That's what I'm thinking about, you know, besides, you know, my prayer time. And that's the really the time to set your intention. So I love that. Love it. Paula, you've been, um, you know, for me, this is probably one of the, you know, really big, big podcasts that means a lot to me. So I really, I can't thank you enough for sharing your wisdom and these pearls and all this that, that you shared. If our listeners wanted to, you know, get in touch with you, what does that look like? What is that, you know, where do they go? What happens there? You're in Australia. Why would I people from Australia. here come and get you? Why would tell us? Um, us. (laughs) I have clients from all over the world, um, and you can contact me on Facebook. So that's the easiest way you can find me. Paula Day, um, you'll see this, um, yeah, as you said, blonde, (laughs) blue eyed girl there. Um, I think I've got like a speaking photo on my on my thing. So yeah contact me on Facebook. Absolutely. I know I'm part of your Facebook group, which is more of a private group, but people yeah. can get involved in that as well. And I know you share some really great things there as well. I know it's a privilege for me to be a part of that as well. But again, I want to really thank you for uh, sharing all of your thoughts and being vulnerable and sharing some of the transparency in the beginning as well. But you certainly have um, transformed into something just more beautiful. It's like that bamboo tree that just flies up in the air and you're just uh, just incredibly beautiful so thank you for all that you've given and we look forward to talking to you again soon have an amazing day thank you thanks for listening to this week's episode of gem revealed podcast discover your soulmate 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.